What's up, guys? This is episode three of Be Inspired with Chris and Jesse. How are you guys doing today? Chris, what's going on? What's going on, everybody? Jesse, I'm doing very, very good. It is about, what time is it right now? It's almost 10.30 at night, guys. It's This is our first actual like late podcast. I mean, the vibe feels very good. I kind of I kind of enjoy doing later podcasts just because I don't know, it's dark outside, just chilling here. You know, you got everything flowing through your mind. And actually, you know what? Today was a very, very good day. I went to the gym earlier on, did a very hard hit training workout, boxing hit workout. I felt good, came home, had a bite to eat. And now I'm talking to you guys, motivating you guys. Jesse, how's it going, man? What'd you do today? What did I do today? I went to class. I talked to my advisor. I changed my major. And um, I'm hopefully going to be looking into training at American Top Team, which is one of the best schools in the nation for different forms of mixed martial arts. And I want to get back into training again. And um, they offer Muay Thai, which is a martial art that I've always been interested in trying to learn. So I'm excited for that. Um, But other than that, I mean, nothing too new. I started working out more, obviously, um, powerlifting. Floyd Mayweather is getting into the octagon with some guy from Tokyo or whatever. I guess they're fighting December 31st. That like blew my mind the first time I seen that. Oh, I think I heard about that. I don't know. I don't pay too much attention to like the actual everybody, sport. Everybody's, everybody's saying he's coming back to the ring because he ran out of money. Everyone's like, oh, Floyd Mayweather ran out of money, so he's got to fight some random guy in the octagon. Like, what is he – I don't even know why he's getting in the octagon. What does he got to prove? Why doesn't he – if he wants to fight, why doesn't he go and fight Habib, the guy that's been talking shit about him, not this like random dude from Japan who's going to get that? in the ring? Is the blonde guy the, with the weird swoopy hair looking like Jackie Chan from Rush Hour? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the guy he's fighting, dude. They're, he's getting in the ring with him um, <clears throat> December 31st. I don't think Floyd Mayweather's ran out of money. I don't think he ran out of money either, but like just the fact that he's actually getting in the ring with like I don't need I really don't understand it to be honest. He posted a picture with like a pair of boxing gloves and a pair of MMA gloves and then an hour later there was a picture of him right beside some guy from Japan saying they're going to fight like I don't know, I don't get it. He doesn't even look like – I don't know. It, the guy he wants to fight doesn't look very challenging, and I didn't even know that that was the guy he wanted to fight. He's 27-0 and 0 with 20 knockouts. Really? Like where does he fight? Does he fight out of Japan? Uh, I'm going to assume so. He looks Japanese, so. Oh, I, I don't really pay too much into MMA. I just love the sport of fighting. Like I enjoy it, but I don't really watch UFC or anything like that. Oh yeah, I love like I, I watch UFC sometimes when I know the guy that's fighting. Like whenever Conor McGregor fights, like I definitely – like to watch that because it's interesting otherwise um it's all boxing so how is powerlifting you like it yeah i used to do it all the time back in high school um i'm excited to start it again i have a very program that i really love called the cube method uh you guys can find that online basically it takes the max of your squat deadlift and bench and it creates a 10-week plan for you and you can work out three to four times a week and it's it um it works on your strength and your muscular hypertrophy. So not only are you getting stronger, but you're also getting physically bigger, which is always a plus because, you know, you always got to get swole. That's the goal. Size is the prize. Swole is the goal. To be honest, that's actually um, like to me, I don't really care too much about like my size. No, I don't like being – I don't. no, I like lifting heavy. That's just – it's just great. Lifting heavy weights is fun. That's how I used to be. I used to love lifting heavy. I used to be like that freaking freak in the gym that would just go in and try to, you know, lift 80 pounds in really bad form yeah. and trying to be the biggest guy in the gym. But like, yeah. I don't know, right yeah. now I'm, just, I'm more of like my endurance. I like to just be in tip top shape at all times. 
Yeah, you always got to like wear a hoodie with your uh, a jacket with a hoodie on with to hide your power level. You know, absolutely. And, and you always got to have chalk on your hands at all times, and you always got to be drinking pre workout and or BCAAs. Yeah, I know what you're saying. Yeah, if you don't look like the animal in the gym, you're doing it wrong. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I like to get up early and go to the gym though when nobody's there and just have the place to myself. Because the thing about a college gym is when you're the only one on campus or whatever, everybody mm-hmm. flocks to it. And if it's after 5 p.m., yeah, good luck. That's that's the truth. That's the same with here, dude. Uh, after 5 p.m., that's say you're done. You go to the gym, it's like a carnival, an amusement park. <laughs> it's like you're waiting in line at Universal Studios. That sounds rough. <laughs> that sounds absolutely terrible. Taking risks. That's the That's the elite daily, man taking risks the biggest risk actually the best quote of the day i guess you could say or the quote of the day i guess could be the biggest risk is not taking one i mean yeah i guess so i guess that could work um it has to work man the biggest think about it just think just just think about it right now the biggest risk is not taking one that's true do do anything that scares you Anything that gives you a sense of fear that brings you into a comfort zone, it's it's important in order to grow, to grow like as a person and that you need to do things that you're not comfortable with. Otherwise, you're not going to get what you want to be. So, Yeah, it's just like um, risk, like you risk not getting the job. It's like we won't always be the best qualified, you know what I mean? Like we won't always be the smartest, brightest, or even like the best fit for that job. Right. But – there will always be times when we are best suited for the position and everybody gets turned down at some point in life. Everybody like it's even if you want to be an actress, an actor, and you go, um, you go do an audition and you thought that you were the best out there out of everybody. You worked your ass off for that position for that part and they didn't call you for that position. And it's just like, it's, it's so hard, but at least you took that risk and you took that one step forward to, to get just a little bit further than you were. That's true. I think it's definitely important um, to do something that you're not comfortable with because like if you don't grow as a person, you're not going to be able to reach your goals. And it's very important as to why you grow and you it's ex- an experience to learn from no matter what happens to it, no matter which way it goes. Well, you grow when you fail. Right. Failing is both the worst and the best thing that can really happen to you because when you don't fail, you succeed. When you do fail, you succeed. Like it's just it, it, it's just a part of trying. Right. Do you find yourself in a situation where you you have to make a decision and you don't know which one to make? Like, what do you do in order to make that decision to continue on doing what you're doing? I just kind of follow my gut. Like, if I feel like something's right, then I go after it. If I feel like something deep down is not meant to be, then I won't do it. Like, if I'm going if I'm going after something that I know that's not going to get me anywhere, I'm definitely not going to do it. But it's just like for right now that I'm doing filmmaking and personal training, like, I want to keep going and moving forward because I know deep down filmmaking and making content and doing these podcasts and making videos is going to get me somewhere in life. And that's why I deeply enjoy it. And I want to keep moving forward because I know it's going to get me somewhere. But if I felt already like from this past year that I started that it wasn't going to get me anywhere, I definitely wouldn't have kept going. But I feel deep down inside my gut that, you know, it's something that's going to, you know, get me far in life. But I just got to keep working forward and keep moving and just don't quit. Yeah, of course. That's the important part. Nobody really is going to feel 
what they truly love until they really try like a bunch of things. Mine would be, for example, it would just be the military. Like I was super excited and passionate about it. And then when I started... And when you take a risk, you learn from it, whether you succeed or fail or what have you. Um, there's always something to learn from the experience regardless. And like as in this process of learning more about myself and growing as a, as a human, it's important to to learn. And even today when I was talking to my, my advisor, she was telling me like, and even though you may have quit, like you didn't close the door, the door is still open for you to go back if you so choose. And, um, you know, there's a different, you're, you're destined more and you've learned more about yourself because of this. And which is most important in that way, when you do go back into the military, if you choose to, you'll know yourself more and you'll be able to make better decisions and all that good stuff. So I thought that was really really interesting and, and very true yeah, well that's so that, that's very true man that's it's good that you risk putting it all on the line you know what i mean yeah i mean if you want to moving, moving it out well it's just like you, you you did you put it on the line you left you you're you're going to college or um you were in the military and then you left that so you put that on the line to pursue something else in life yeah i mean i'm not technically just like disclaimer disclaimer i'm, I'm not a veteran and i did not serve but no. Yes. Well, like you, yeah, like risk. You still risk putting it all on the line. Right. Of course. How can I? How can I say this properly? Um, it's just like if we do things right, there will be a time in our lives that um that we will have to decide whether or not we want to put it all on the line and roll the dice. My suggestion would be is to do so and to do so earlier in life. Yeah. And what's crazy is like you don't think you're ever going to be confronted with a with a, a life decision like that. Like you just don't think. Well, it's just like if you think about it every single day, like life is literally a blink of an eye. Like you could blink and everybody says this, like you blink and you're 80 years old or like you blink and your whole life just passed ahead of you. You might as well just take those risks earlier on in life. If you keep thinking about it every, if you wake up first thing in the morning and you still think about it, like you're, that's the first thing that comes to your head. You just, you, you got to make sure you do, you do it. Even if you're 18 years old, if you're 19 years old, if you're 20 years old, like that's the prime time to do the things that you love and to take those risks because the later you risk losing everything, the more difficult it will be to bounce back. Yeah, that's very true. I like that. That's really true. If you never, even begin, like if you just don't start, you never will, you know, just be smart about it and make sure you know exactly what you are risking, exactly what you will be getting as a reward. That's true. All those, um, you know, late nights, early mornings, staying in on the weekends, crush your goals while all your friends are out partying. Early mornings, it all pays off, though, man. I'm telling you right now, it all pays off. You stay up later. You stay up later than everybody else. You grind your ass off. You go to bed. You wake up early. You keep grinding. Do you like staying up late more, or do you like being more of an early person to get things done? I mean, I can do both. I can stay up late and wake up early. Like, I mean, my all I need is like a good six hours of sleep, and I'm good to go. You always have to, you always have to have someone that you look up to, though. You know what I mean? That motivates you. It's like even if you have a motivational speaker, um, if you have an athlete that you look up to, a teacher, or like just somebody, it, somebody that's really succeeded in life, and you want to get there. If you look up to that person, like day in and day out, you're gonna work as hard to get there yourself. That's true. Who do you like to look up to and idolize and all that good stuff? Floyd Mayweather. Really? I'm going to be totally honest. If I didn't watch his videos and like see how hard he worked, I would never have been in love with fitness as I am today. I don't know if I can agree. I don't personally, I don't like Floyd Mayweather as a person. So I can't. I just like, I just like his worth ethic or ethic. <laughs> I just like his work. I like his work ethic. I like, I like his attitude. I like just how he speaks and like how demanding he is about, he wants to get from point A to point B. 
in just such a short amount of time. Like he just wants to um, be the best and he doesn't want anybody to be better than him. And he has that just like go-getter fucking attitude. You know what I mean? That's true. That may be true. Yeah. Personally, I don't really follow him too much because I don't like him as a person. If you, watch him, if you watch him train, like he'll hit the bag and be like, I'm the best. Nobody can beat me. Like he'll just like continuously just like tell himself, like he just tells himself that like nobody's better than him or at, nobody can beat him or no one can knock him out or anything like he, and like, that's the mentality you want to have every single day. Like you want to have that mentality that you're the best. Right. Of course. And that's important. That's cool that he, that he trains that way. Cause you know, if he didn't yeah. do that, then he wouldn't get to where he is today. And I'm not saying he's not a bad person. Or, um, that's why i look up to him because when i would watch his videos like i just I, I i would watch his videos and be like damn i want to be like this guy i want to fucking i want to train like him i want to have the conditioning like him i want to have the money like him i want to work as hard as him so then that way one day i can get there one day i can have that kind of money and one day i can you know be the best athlete that's true i mean he i'm not like he is a very successful athlete obviously but uh, doesn't he carry like a duffel bag of a million dollars with him everywhere he goes yeah, dude, I was watching a video of him on YouTube or whatever. He brought <laughs> he brought in. He was in Vegas, and the store was already closed down. So yeah, he's Floyd Mayweather. So they opened up the store for him just because it's him or whatever. So he went in there, and um, he brings in like these bags with like a bunch of his security guards, and he's like, he goes to the checkout, rings everything out. It came. I don't know how much it came to. I'm guessing it came to at least a hundred grand or whatever. And he's like, okay, uh bring me bring me the bag so he comes over the bag and he sticks his hand in there and he has like a frick so much bands like wrapped around elastics and stuff throws it on the table it's just crazy like he just i get that's why he has so many security guards with him though yeah no that's pretty crazy i couldn't imagine i could not imagine yeah anyway to the point that's that's the person that i look up to because of his work ethic and his mentality i like the go-getter mentality i like how he speaks i like how he thinks and that's just that's just it right that's cool I wouldn't say I'd necessarily idolize anybody, but I would say that I'm very influenced by a lot of different people. You don't have anybody you look up to at all? Like somebody that you just think, wow, like this guy is great. I want to be like him one day. Um, no, because I want to be myself. I want to be like me. <laughs> well, it's true. You look at yourself in the mirror and like that's the person that you're going against every single day. You're not going against anybody else but you. So Exactly. But um, I, I would say I'm more influenced than I, than I idolize people. Like there's nobody if I could think of that – um, I just love people who work hard and treat others like they would want to be treated and do right for their community and, and all that. And, but also like, you know, okay, let's say if I idolize somebody, I'd rather have my life to get my life together. Like the rock. If I had to, if I had to name it, it'd be him. Yeah. It'd be him. Dude, he's awesome, man. Yeah. I, I, I totally agree with you on that. Yeah. I, Cause like, I, for, I just want to be as jacked as him. Um, and just as all the solid person like he is, obviously, he's a well, you know, he's just got his life together. But he's just a very successful, like, like if, you heard of, if you heard his story, just like when, just like saying Floyd Mayweather, like if you heard their stories, same with The Rock, like it's very brutal to hear these guys' stories from where they used to be to where they are now. He has a house down here, which is super cool. The Rock literally lives like 30, 45 minutes away from me, <laughs> but you know i'll never i'll never know where but obviously <laughs> but you know that'd be cool though. you see him out one day and he's just like hey what's up Dwayne?" yeah no i mean he went to school at the university of miami he played football there so yeah he played football in miami and that's how i think that's how he got noticed too didn't he get noticed about being like football and then he got into wwe right after that or something yeah because he tried to um try to go into the nfl that didn't happen he ended up going to the canadian football league and that didn't really happen 
Um, yeah. I don't know. I don't. That, that story might not be. I know that's what happened, but not in maybe not in that order. <laughs> so. Yeah. That's that's true. Anyway, he's really good. I love his acting. I I, I love like he he's very funny and stuff. So yeah, he's really cool. For sure. For sure. Um. You know, that man took, took, take, for example, like him alone, he takes a lot of risks. You know, I mean, I love his, like, Seven Bucks Productions, his production company, where he was broke after X amount of years and he only had, like, $7 in his pocket. And he said, I've never. Yeah, I heard about that. He had the $7 in his pocket. That's all he had to his name. Yeah. That's crazy. It's just like it, that shit blows my fucking mind. And, like, I, I'm sorry for the language, but, like, it just it's just crazy to see some of these people that just to how big and wealthy and successful they are is, is very motivating and inspiring. And that's another reason why I want to write a book one day is because it's 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 just a type of inspiring and motivation that, that just really gets you moving. And, like, it's people like that, like Jim Carrey, The Rock, um, Kevin Hart, like all these people that came from nothing to something. It's 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 mind blowing. Have you ever risked making a mistake in your life? Um, I would say the biggest one. Okay. Granted, I'm extremely happy at where I go to college, but I think if I didn't have, if I went to a college where I would have had um, military training on campus, I think I would have been more successful in it. Um, like driving to Miami three days a week, which is an hour away. I, I think that the outcome would have been different if I hadn't have um, had to do that. If I could just roll out of bed, go to class, go to PT, go back to sleep for a couple hours, like I'd be more ready for my day versus just being so tired from driving and everything. I would say that would probably be, be my biggest like outcome for a life decision. But other than that, I don't think I don't think so really. Well, they have to be made. You know what I mean? They have to be yeah. made. Mistakes need to be made if you want to succeed in life. It's just it's how we learn. If you're not if you're not making mistakes, then you're not trying enough things. In other words, in other words, you're not living enough. That's true. Well, it's just like risk making those mistakes because you know they're the things that make our lives interesting. Yeah. Risk losing, you know, and then this is kind of hard to say too because it's I've had to go through it a couple times. It's just like risk losing friendships. Have you ever lost like a really good friendship and like you had to, you just really had to risk that friendship because you knew he wasn't, you know, he was not letting you get somewhere where you wanted to be. Cause like friendships can be, friendships can be great, man. Like friends are, friends are good to have. Like we're good friends and like we, we bond pretty good. But like, have you ever had some sort of friend that you just knew deep down he wasn't with you on anything? Um, yeah, I have actually. Um, let's see. So the way I grew up was basically the movie Sandlot. I had a very close group, close knit group of friends that we all grew up in the neighborhood, always playing sports together in everybody's front yards. And um, uh, Slade is one of those people. Shout out to Slade, Slade Swartz. He's the man. What's up, Slade? Anyway, um, we all used to hang out together and play games in front of each other's houses and all that good stuff. And everybody's moms knew each other, so like. I had like 12 moms growing up because everybody's mom was our mom. It was awesome. Um, later in life, we had one of our buddies oh, that kind of got into drugs really bad. And um, unfortunately, unfortunately, they kind of took their toll on him. And I have no idea his situation yeah. today, but I know it's probably not a good one. Um, so, you know, I, we kind of had to exile him kind of from the group because it just wasn't 
what we needed, you know, and the amount of people, the kind of people you surround yourself with help you grow as a person and to, in, you know, and not being ignorant to that is very important. Absolutely. It's just like, cause you know, fr- friendships in general make it very difficult to take the time that you need to get the work done that needs to be done. And like, in my opinion, true friendships should support you and your dreams no matter what. And you should be able to recognize the kind of people that you surround yourself with because you're going to grow from them and it'd be ignorant to not pay attention to what kind of friends you have and who you surround yourself with if you want to grow as a person. Because being like minded with those you surround yourself with can only help you grow and become a better person. So choose your friends wisely. Anybody should understand, like your friends, like they should understand that you have to have distance in yourself a bit more than work together to keep the friendship alive. Like even even if you don't see each other half as much, like it's just you, you got to distance yourself at some point, you know, to <clears throat> to work on your goals and work on your dreams. Because friends and friends in general, like I I hear a lot of people say that you know, they just go out and party and stuff like that. It's just like, you could literally be working on, you know, something that you truly believe in other than going out and partying and doing what your friends think you should do rather than drink, get drunk, smoke weed or do drugs or anything like that. Yeah. A lot of people, you just get caught up in the moment. Like, Hey, it's natural. You like to party, correct? Yeah, of course. Have, well, I'm just saying you like to party, you like to have fun, but you have you have limits in yourself. You still work towards your goals, you still work on your dreams, you still like to do the things that you love to do. What I'm kind of trying to explain is that you think you may have good friends until the day that you know you're not doing the things that they want you to do, and you're trying to do something that you really want to do, and then they just you know they back like I'm sure you've had friends that are just like you know screw you Jesse like you're not following their leader you're not like they're the leader and you're not following their pack. Yeah, I know what you're saying. Yeah, as I've grown, I've realized that I've realized that I've kind of like flopped those roles almost. Like I have, I'm usually now I'm like the weird leader of my friend groups. It's weird. I don't know where it comes from, but yeah. Well, it's just like I, I used to love to party and like I don't even – I could care less to go to a club or go to a bar at, at this point in my life. I don't know why. Like I still would like to I guess, but it, it's not as it used to be. I was like an every weekend night owl all the time, party, 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 drink, drink, drink. Like it was – I was the I was the person on top of the stage dancing while everybody else was fucking taking shots of tequila and partying on the ground. It's not, it's not fulfilling. Like what do you get out of it? Well, it's just like I was young, I was a teenager, and I just learned more as I grew. I just feel like every day is a process and you got to just really think about what you love. And I found that. So now I just, I kind of limited myself with friendships and I kind of just keep those close friends and good friends by my side rather than having one, 200 friends that I just don't talk to. And people that believe in me and, you know, trust me and, what I believe in. Right, that's important. I mean, I love having a solid close group of friends more than a bunch of random friends. That's for sure. Now I have a girlfriend too of three years. So like, I mean... That's true. I mean, I've been dating my girlfriend for four years and almost four months. And that's been a crazy wild life. I love her to death. Since you just said, yeah, I love her to death. That's another risk. So have you ever... Um, who said I love you first? I want to say it was me. I think it was me. Yeah. It was, I'm pretty sure it was me. It was you? Yeah, I think it was. That's good. And like, did she say it back? Yeah, she did. Yeah, it was, um, 
That's a big, that's a really big risk. Cause like, I, there's a lot of people that will literally say it within their first couple months of dating. And like, in my eyes, that's, that, that's not true love. I mean, I, I do believe in love at first sight, but I just don't believe it's just like, there's so many people in this world that just be like, Oh, I love you. And then they'll have a kid and then they break up and it's like, that's not love. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. But and in other words, like no one wants to be the first to even say I love you. And like, I get that not hearing I love you back and can, can freaking suck. But imagine how great it would feel if that person does love you back. Pretty awesome. It's important to have yeah. close friends and, and to have great relationships with those around you who care about you. And, and to be grateful for it and to not take it for granted. You were probably worrying about the same thing. Like you were waiting for her to be like, oh, does she? I wonder if she loves me back. I wonder if she feels the same. Yeah, I did. And it's just like that's a risk that you were willing to take. You know what I mean? You had those deep feelings for her and you felt like you had to say them. You felt like you, felt like you had to tell her you love her. So, I mean, and she said it back exactly and, and if the person doesn't love you back then you know at least you know where things really stand and you know it's that's just the way it's going to be there you go that's the way the cookie crumbles that's life you just gotta roll with the punches sometimes but hey i mean what would you say would have been like your biggest mistakes when it comes to taking risks and like what was your biggest confrontation that you had with yourself I don't know, man. Like back to that friendship thing. I think it was just like wasting those years and years and years on, you know, thinking that I was going to become a rapper when I, when I was, wasn't. <laughs> and, you know, I really regret it to this day because like I could have done something so much better with myself, but that's just something that, you know, you, you just, you live and you grow, right? Like have you ever risked not being good enough? Uh, what do you mean by that? Have you ever thought to yourself that you weren't good enough or something? Yeah. But you took, but you took that risk anyway? Wait, did I did I succeed or did I still fail in this example? No, the example is yeah. Did you succeed or did you like it? Could be it could go both ways. Did you fail in this risk that you took that you thought you weren't good enough for? Um. All right, here's a silly one. Uh, fourth grade during a vocab B, my teacher like I was probably the most success most successful or most likely to succeed in a um, vocabulary B. And I didn't like the kid that I was against, and I um, I didn't want to do it. Like I, I didn't like the. I'm in fourth grade. Like I had, I hated the idea of being on stage in front of everybody that I go to school with, and like having a vocab be. And um, I remember she convinced me because she was like, she really wanted me to do it, and then she was saying how if I did it, I wouldn't have to do like vocab or spelling homework for two whole weeks. And man, I was like, I'll do it. So um, even if I didn't win, <laughs> which I ended up getting. Um, I ended up getting second place, but I kept going against the same kid because, like, it was just him and I at the end out of, like, I don't know, 20, 25 other kids. And we got to the point where we exhausted the using the first list of words, so we ended up using the second list of vocab words, but I didn't think it was going to get that far, and he actually studied for the second list of vocab words, so... On that note, he beat me because I didn't study the second list of words because I didn't think that it was going to go that far. Um, but it did. But I got second place out of the whole school, so or out of like 25 people. So that was fun. Well, that's good, man. If I had like a congratulations button with clapping and, and a crowd behind me, I would have I would have pressed that button 100. <laughs> percent I have a I have a hand horn. You know, that kind of like so you kind of like risk putting yourself out there and like were you worried about being judged and stuff? Yeah. 
Yeah, I did something that I wasn't comfortable doing, and I got second place. So, I mean, I risked it and whatever. But yeah, it was fun. Did you hit? Did you think you were going to be judged? Like, were you ever scared about that? Um, I was actually, I was actually, I actually cried. I remember crying because I was so pissed that the other kid won because I didn't like him at all. I remember I was taking pictures with my trophy, and I was crying like out of happiness and anger. Kinda, but I remember people taking pictures of me and they're like, why are you crying? And I'm like, I was just so mad that that other kid won because I did not like that kid at all. I don't know. He was just, he just drove me insane. I don't know why. He he was just like always on top of it. And I I guess it was just out of envy, but like it was the way he betrayed him. Was it jealousy? Like you were just jealous he was? I wouldn't say it was jealousy. Um, I wouldn't say it was jealousy, but... I don't know. I didn't understand. I was probably too young to understand that, but I just remember that, like, I didn't like him. He was, I don't know, he just drove me nuts. <laughs> it's just like, well, anybody really hates being judged anyway in the first. I guess everybody, like, hates being judged in a negative way because, like, it's just like you do something and then you think about what that person thinks about it. It's like everybody hates being judged regardless of the fact that we do it all the time and we, you know, we are being judged all the time even when you don't know it. Everyone always judges. It's what humans do. It's just fucking human nature. Everyone judges. Yeah. That's the... It's just like, put yourself out there and be judged. I, that's just how I would do it. Like, just, just do it. People are going to judge you regardless on how you do it. But it, it's just... YouTube commentators. Yeah. <laughs> most, most people won't even be a significant part of your life anyway. That's true. And most, mean, of, most of people's opinions don't even fucking matter. Yeah, that's true. They're too focused on themselves either way, and they just don't care. So Exactly. Like, who, who really gives a shit about what people think in general? If I thought what people thought about me, I would never, have, I would never be a filmmaker or, really, or was obsessed about fitness. Yeah, it's hard, though. It's hard. Like, we live in this world where, like, we don't have to necessarily be perfect, but... No, nobody's perfect. Nobody, no one's perfect. It's like subconsciously tries to be the best that they could be. And they don't know how to not worry about other people's opinions. And it sucks because it's like, well, everybody really falls on people's opinions. And like, that's something that you'd really don't want to do. Cause it's like, it's like you do something and you're like, Oh, what'd you think? And they're like, Oh, I hated it. It's like, Oh, well I'm never going to do it again. No, I wouldn't say that, but I just think that we're just like super worried about what other people think of us. So we just tend to not do what we should do or what we think we want to do because of a fear. Some people can be really, what's the word? Like, um, sensitive. Someone says something to you like that one person out of like 10,000 people that loved it, but that one person told you they didn't like it. So you stopped. Yeah. That makes, that's a good example. Yeah. It's just basically you have to risk it all to have it all. Let's just say that. There you go. That's a good way of looking at it. That's just that's just how I look at things in life. And that's how I like just as as growing and as, you know, becoming a better person and a better version of myself. It's just like you really do learn how life works and you you really get to understand more. So it's just like cuz when I was in high school, I literally no matter what I did, I would get judged upon it. And it's just like nowadays, like if I do something and I get judged, it's like, I don't fucking care. It's like, if I really enjoy and I love to do this, you can go ahead and judge me and say what you want, but that's not going to make me stop from moving forward and succeeding in the platform because you don't like it. Right. And then what's important is your happiness, not their happiness. And it's your life, not theirs. So it doesn't, shouldn't matter. The military didn't work out. Well, there's a billion other things that could. Yeah, exactly. You found you. I, I would say that you know you found your niche. Like you're really good at talking to people. You're inspiring. You really like motivating people, and that's something that you're good at. So I would say like 
stick to it. Even even if like 10, 20 years down the road, you know, you find something else or better. And like maybe you maybe one day like me and you might get a collab with like a big, you know, podcast. What what would they call it? Like a podcaster or like a what would they what would they call collabs in podcasting? Joe Rogan experience. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I guess yeah. Like one day we could be on like the Joe Rogan talk show. He's like he listens to like one of our podcasts. He's like, damn, these guys, you know, they're really inspiring. Let's get on the show or like let's get them on the show. It's just like something like that. Like you really enjoy doing this. I really enjoy doing this. We're gonna keep pushing forward and see where it gets us. Yeah, no, for sure. It's definitely a cool experience and it's something that I enjoy. Like I listen to so many podcasts. I was like, I gotta start my own. Um, so I'm glad that I took that leap to do that. But man. Yeah, and the whole the whole damn podcast risk you took the risk there it is i mean i'm not really i wouldn't say i'm risking anything though but no but it it, it is a risk because you're you're risking like you could be doing anything else right now but you know you're, you're risking the time to you're risking your time you're not getting paid for this you're risking your time you're putting in the work you're talking where we've been on here for over about an hour now so i mean like what else, you could be doing something else, but instead you're doing this. You're you're putting in work. That's true, but I don't know. I feel like I just don't personally. I don't after like having this conversation with you. I don't think our 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 fundamentals of a risk necessarily <laughs> coincide. I mean, I don't think this is a risk. Like what I'm doing is, yeah, I'm not getting paid for it, but I'm enjoying it. And I don't, I wouldn't say I'm really risking anything else in the process, but. Yeah. I mean, I don't really know what else to call it. Like what else would it be if it's not a risk? You're right. But I'm gaining this experience, but I'm not sacrificing or risking no, you're anything. You're not sacrificing nothing. Like you're not sacrificing like, oh, I could have got this million dollar job and instead I, I'm not getting paid for this. So I'm risking hopefully this podcast, you know, next week takes off. Like I know what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, yeah. I know, I know exactly what you mean. Anyways, guys, moral of the story. I, if there's something that you think about every single day, something that you just can't get your mind off of, make sure you take the risk in doing so. Matter, no matter if it's moving to a different city, if it's quitting your job and trying something new, if it's going to a different school, yeah, just take those risks. You know, the the biggest thing is parents will tell you. I I feel like parents are the reason why some people don't do the things that they love. And I'm not saying like, don't listen to your parents or anything like that, but I feel like parents are the reason why most kids don't really do or follow their dreams is because their parents kind of tell them to do something else. My cousin, for instance, he just turned 19. I've, me and him are very, very close. Like we would play basketball almost every single day as we're kids. And like, if he's watching, if he's listening to this, like brother, I love you. So just, just listen to this conversation. Um, so yeah, so me and my cousin Matthew, we play basketball every single day. We would go to each other's houses or whatever, like talk, play, whatever. We we're very active, and um, he's very good at basketball, like good enough where he could literally make it to the major leagues, the NBA. And I told him every single year, every summer when we would play, I'd be like, "Man, you're getting so good. Like you're getting so much better. Like we would go, we would go and play people two on two. We would go to the YMCA and play kids like." he would destroy people that are like twice the size or it'd be like five on one and he would be better than them. And I'd be like, man, like you're really good. Like, but like you need to go to college basketball, university basketball. And kind of what I'm saying is that like, I feel like if he would have listened to me and did that, I feel like he probably would have been in the NBA. And I'm not going to say probably he would have because of how his skills were and how good he was. 
And it's just like, I feel that even though your parents tell you not to do something, if you really want to do it, you need to, you know, you need to learn and you need to just, I'm not going to tell you to tell your parents to shut up because that's not very respectful, but I would just be like, you know, confront them and say, this is something that I really want to do. If you love me, you would let me do it. Yeah, I agree. Um, I don't know, like for my parents, they, they just want me to do something as long as I'm happy. They never really pushed me to like, Hey, follow in our footsteps and do this, that, and this, and like, what have you. So I wouldn't say I've had that experience. Um, I've never really, I've never personally felt pressure from my parents at all. Um, and I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm really, I'm really grateful. I mean, the only pressure I felt obviously is just like have your grades up and you know, that's just natural, but I've never had like specific, like, Oh, you're going to go to school and become a doctor or blah, blah, blah. Like I've never had that. Today's inspirational random quote of the day is so push is an acronym to persist until something happens. There you go. That's your inspirational quote of the day. The book is closed. The book has spoken. Thank you guys once again for tuning into this podcast. It was a pleasure of you guys listening. And without further ado, hopefully you guys have a fantastic night. Stay tuned for the next podcast with Chris and Jesse. We will have a um, schedule on this podcast. We're trying to do Monday and Saturday, but for now we're just going to stick to once a week, which is going to be most likely Mondays. So stay tuned, stick around and uh, yeah, have a fantastic night.